At Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your financial well-being matters. And they're with you every step of the way through your financial journey. Seriously, Affinity Plus has real people to talk to, people who care, and who can offer financial coaching through all stages of your life when you need it. And did you know that financial coaching is free at Affinity Plus as just one of the many member benefits? It's true. You get amazing benefits at Affinity Plus where you're more than a member. You're an owner in the not-for-profit cooperative. Invest in you and get a load of benefits. Continue your financial journey by stopping into the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive in Baxter to speak to one of their knowledgeable employees and bring your financial questions. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and we are getting ready for our 26th annual Radiothon to End Child Abuse. And our partner counties visit with us in the week leading up to the Radiothon to talk about how those dollars are being used in their respective communities. Our guests today are from Cass County. We have Leslie Bouchonville, who is the executive director of the Pine River Bacchus Family Center and the Northland Family Center, and Betty Doss, who is the executive director of the Pillager Family Center. And ladies, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you for Thanks having for us. having us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we are getting ready for that 26th annual, and I know you guys have been here <laughs> since we started, and uh, it's just amazing that we continue to go on. Well. Maybe Leslie has been. <laughs> That's kind of scary. But yes, I have. <laughs> hey, I've been here too. So, <laughs> but uh, we continue to uh, try and do our best to end child abuse, and we do that because of the complicated way that child abuse happens in in helping families, mm-hmm. and that uh, I uh, I know continues in the family centers and in the counties. Uh, and Cass, of course, such a big uh, county. Yeah. Uh, you have several different locations that are working on these uh, items. Uh, let's start up north, if we can. Okay. Leslie, talk about some of the things that are going on at the uh, Northland Family Center and the Pine River Bacchus Family Center. Okay. Well, um, I'll start with Northland. Um, so Northland Family Center, um, we kind of focus in on early childhood. We feel that's a really good place to start. And we, um, like we've done for probably... 13, 14 years now, we start with our home visiting program. So that's Healthy Families America and Pillager and Pine River, both um, our sites also. And so then parents can be involved in that and learn just so many things. I mean, it's a relationship they build with the home visitor and then they have curriculum and they also receive supports in various ways. You know, family support is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of how Family Center started. (laughs) Um, So I think um, then we kind of move families from one area to another and we have a parent child plus. Um, It used to be the parent child home visiting program in the national organization changed the name to Parent Child Plus. And that's really literacy, but it also is another um, time that you're in with parents, mm-hmm. and, it, and it is to help the child succeed, so to build vocabulary and to get them prepared for kindergarten. And then from that program, we have a preschool in Northland. Ooh. So those are like our three really big pieces, and we try to do them well. Um, we really focus on those um, and so in Pine River, um, we just we kind of have a lot of different things. But one of the things that um, 
we do that you might want to hear about that we've we've found really helpful is Love and Logic with for mm-hmm. for the Radiothon dollars. Yes. Yeah. We realized that it was um, kind of hard for our staff to do it, so we've contracted with folks that have been trained and do it well. And they are also people that work at the school. And so one's an early childhood educator and one is our youth and family service worker. So they have connections with families and we feel that's a, you know, not that we don't, but we kind of have younger families that are on our radar. And so they um, went out to Colorado to be trained and they do it twice a year. And we just say, However, you know, you create a budget, set it up mm-hmm. for me, and we will shoot you the money. <laughs> yeah. And and it works really nicely. And then they give us how it turned out, what, what happened, and it doesn't get muddied with their school employment. And, yeah. Um, so we just finished up one, and I think there were uh, 13, 12, 13 families registered. Now, not all of them followed through with every session, but mm-hmm. that's a good start. Yeah. I was going to ask you how the families come to you. Is it through referrals, maybe through the school, or uh, folks just approach um, you on their own? I think there are, um, I think they talk about it when they go to team meetings, mm. you know, w- within the school okay. and know that it's there. They put it in community ed when they can hit the flyer. They share it with us and okay. we share it with our families. So, you know, again, in Pine River, we kind of focus more on the younger families, yeah. which still, it, it's a really good. Um, it's a tool for them. It's mm-hmm. skills, skill building and tools. So, yeah. Love and Logic has actually been around for a while now. It has. And I know they, uh, uh, that's another one of those evidence-based, they track these things. That program is used by a lot of different organizations, isn't it? It is. And, and I think we've had families that have come back to it again. Uh-huh. You know? and, and one of the pieces is they get feedback from families. And um, I was just looking over that feedback. And most families are really getting something usable out of it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. they can say how they're going to use it, what, what, why it was important to them at the end. So um, that's really important. And, and so, um, you know, just, just having that program or doing that class would, would be just fine, but then you need to provide childcare and you need to, typically it's in the evening um, or on a Saturday during lunch they've tried it. We've just tried it a lot of ways mm-hmm. with the aim at getting families that can work, families that have different schedules in the evening. So um, those are all the components of it. And then childcare, I think this time we had three people doing childcare. So wow. there were children that, you know, they they needed to be looked after while the parent were participating so sure hmm. yeah now at the family center itself i know we talk about how complicated child abuse can be because mm-hmm. of poverty and mm-hmm. chemical mm-hmm. abuse and is there things uh, going on at the family center itself like do you have a food shelf there yet we do yeah. we do um our food shelf very you know and as does pillager northland does not but um, our food shelf, um, we're kind of excited about. It just um, became a super shelf, um, which... Explain what that yeah. means. Well, <laughs> I'll do the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's really a transformation of how the food shelf looks um, and how people go about accessing food. And it, 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 you, you want to present the healthiest food first, so as the client the clients come into the food shelf, they we have had um, self shopping for a long time, um, but we recategorized some items, um, and all of it is to encourage healthy eating, and 
just um, the people feeling empowered to go through more like yes. a grocery store. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we partnered with the Minnesota Extension and um, well, there was another one. Minnesota Extension is the big one, and that's where the funding came from. And we bought new shelves, and we painted bright colors, and we have really nice signage. It looks like a grocery store more than it does. What it's, you it's really nice, and we were very fortunate. I think it was our third time wow. sh- trying to apply for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we'll see the feedback. So all along, then we'll get some feedback from our clients mm-hmm. as to how things are going. Um, Mm-hmm. And from the volunteers. The volunteers also went through um, kind of an orientation of why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a set of values, and I'm, I don't know them all by heart, so I'm not going to say them. But, but sure. it, it's driven by values and um, how, we, we, how we work within the food shelf is very important also. So we um, explained all of it to, to volunteers in a big training we had. And so then I think uh, soon here we'll have a follow-up and see how things are going and how, what kind of adjustments. A model that is set uh, for a larger food shelf, a lot of large food shelves have gone this route. Sometimes you have to make some adaptations. Yeah. Ours sure. um, is smaller, mm-hmm. yeah. um, just in space. So. Yeah. And and how about things like, I know we had the Coats for Kids drive here, but do you, do you have access to those type of things for kids up in that area? Because, again, poverty sometimes, mm-hmm. if a kid doesn't even have a winter coat, that can be an issue. Yep. Um, we have uh, Hidden Jewels for You that um, is down the street, and then we have another um, Thrifty Living across the street. Sure. And they're... They work with us all the time. So yeah. when we learn of this, we send our fam. We kind of do a referral over, sure. and they they get help. So it's not a program of ours, but it is a good resource in the community. Yeah, um, and, and that's about those collaborations too. Isn't it, it is working yeah. with each other to. Almost everything we do is a collaboration. <laughs> I mean, really, we couldn't yeah. do it on our own. So yeah. you know, we work with the county, we work with probation, we work with SAP. I mean, there aren't too many organizations that don't show up at the family center provide services and then we we come and work together on things yeah. and that's what you need to do um i think yeah 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 well said and then uh betty i would think that there's a lot of similarities at the pillager family center that's true it's there's a lot of things that we do the same and partnering together with uh, leslie and i do a lot of things together uh, the home visiting program is one that we that starts uh, prenatally until the child is three years old, and like Leslie said, it's uh, it's evidence based and it's using curriculum that is evidence based, and it's part of the Healthy Families America model, and we are accredited through that um, organization, so that gives us the program credibility, and it helps us know that we're doing things well and and that's what we strive to do we want to not just do things to do them but do them well mm-hmm. um, and then in pillager the we are a little bit away from walker which is our county seat so we have um, partnership with the with cass county to provide WIC clinics and cnt uh, child and teen checkup clinics down in pillager so yeah. families don't have to travel yeah so far which is a is a really great partnership that we've had with the county and um and then with the school we have a great partnership there as well where we have a uh, licensed child care center a parent where four-star parent aware rated child care center in the school which is nice for parents to have that yes. kind of that seamless 
system of support there. Uh, they can want kind of a one-stop shopping or mm-hmm. dropping off yeah. <laughs> for families. And then um, we also run the school-age care program, which is um, kindergarten through fourth graders before and after school and then on non-school days. And again, that's all in partnership with the Pillager School. Otherwise, we we couldn't do that. Um, and then uh, back at the family center location, which is located off-site uh, from the school, but we also have the food shelf and then any kind of resources that families might need. You were mentioning Coats for Kids, the um, Pillager um, Fair Board. There, they um, provide coats, any kind of winter gear that kids need in our community. Uh, we just get the the size of the child, you know, whether it's a boy or girl, their size to the fair board, and they they cover all that winter wow. clothes yeah it's a really That's really great really partnership cool. with them as well and we're really thankful for jamie Hauge who kind of runs that program and she's she's wonderful so again another partnership with you know we can't do it all so we partner with people you know other organizations and it's where i feel like we're meeting the needs in pillager yeah yeah, great programs. Uh, Healthy Families America. I don't know that we've talked about that one before. Is that something new, relatively new? Um, the- in the last couple of years, we've been doing the home visiting program uh, for many years. Yeah. And then um, just in the last few years, we've become accredited, which is quite a, which is quite a process. It's not it took us a, a good while to meet all the standards that that need to be met and then uh, have site visits and they really take it seriously having that accreditation uh, behind our name and it is quite a process but it we've had it a, was it a couple of years 17. now we got yeah. it oh, 2017 yeah. yeah and then recredit i mean you have to go through um you have to go through a recreditation sure. i think that's the word um, <laughs> in 2021 so oh, i think okay. it's four every four years wow. we have to go through it again and pay mm-hmm. them yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about the dollars too, Betty. Where you guys use them in Pillager, the Radiothon dollars. Sure, we use them. We also have um, offered Love and Logic classes as well, parenting classes, and um, so we use them for for um, those kind of classes. So it takes the financial burden off of families. Uh, we partner with the with the area youth to provide uh, childcare for those classes, which is nice. Um, the other thing is if um, we can use them for um, the home visiting program um, or that anything early early intervention and prevention is what all of our programs are but um, focusing on parenting classes is is a big thing yeah absolutely Uh, you both mentioned volunteers Uh, you must rely a lot on volunteers too from the community especially at the food shelf we've got a great group of volunteers we get um, bread from cub foods and we get um, kind of damaged that's not a really good word but um, from Walmart anything that cosmetically like, is damaged yeah, yeah. if a packages. if a package of water gets broken open they um, or what or whatever it is they donate that and our food shelf is one of them that gets to to get that stuff but we need people to go and get it oh, yeah. and bring it okay. back so we have great volunteers that do that uh, faithfully every week and the cub, the food from cub food or the bread from cub foods is is huge too, and that's a weekly, weekly run. So we that's count fantastic. on volunteers a lot. Yeah, and we also have a self shop, food shelf. So we really want volunteers there to help 
people go through the the shopping process. So yeah, we have the food shelf takes a lot of volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just um, in April of this last year, a group of people got together, and I think it was a little bit after the government shutdown, and mm-hmm. decided um, that we could access some resources to do community meals in Pine River. Um, so we have a sh- we had a chef, and he got rolling and figured some things out, and then um, we applied for a SHIP grant, Statewide Health Improvement Grant from Cass mm. County. Okay. And we got we were able to get some things that we needed So and found the spaces. So Riverview um, Church in Pine River is the Monday site, and the Tuesday site in Bacchus is the Senior Center mm. where they serve meals anyways. And That's everything's cool. cooked at the Senior Center by the cool. chef who volunteers mm-hmm. his time and wow. volunteers serve. And I think we've served probably over a thousand meals yeah, since April, oh. every Monday and Tuesday, and it and it's partly to help those who maybe could use a resource for something else if they had one meal mm-hmm. that yes, we paid yes. for, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then it's partly about um, we know that people do better when they can come together and talk to others. Yes, yeah. Yeah. so that that's also part of the time and. Um, Brian Brian Chafee is the volunteer cook, and we are um, working to partner with Loaves and Fishes. We are kind of a partner with them where we go down there and can get food from them. So, okay. Fantastic. So now if folks it, do want to volunteer, can they just contact either place? Yes. Or any yes. of the three, I should mm-hmm. say? Okay. Yeah. And then in addition to all that you do, I know that you've had a chance to go out and, and solicit uh, area businesses for some great things for our auction site as well. Yes. Um, got got a number of auction items out there, and um, we'll see those on the auction we'll site. See them on the yeah. auction site, yes, and we a will. couple of fundraisers. Can I? Make yeah. those? Really quick, really quick. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk fundraisers. So, so tonight, um, the Northland Family Center. Um, this is the second year we've done it. Last year was very successful. We do. We partner with um, Thunder Lake Deer Haven. Um, and they had new owners last year, and now they we are working on our second fundraiser, and it's it's a meal of chili and wild rice soup, and then that we have a little silent auction there that helps us raise money locally. So um, that that just seems to be what works for for Northland. And then and what time is that? That is at four thirty tonight to seven. Okay. So come for the fundraiser and stay for the game. Okay. <laughs> And then Pine River Bacchus, um, the, Tom Sewell has generously offered a partnership with the Salty Dog, and we've been Yay. doing this for many years. Mm-hmm. And law enforcement and our Tess Taylor will be there to serve, <laughs> and um, that is from four thirty to seven, also Tuesday night, and pulled pork um, and fries. Like and pulled a pork drink. fries and the drink, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So come Pretty on up for that fundraiser too. So. Very good. And for those that don't know where the Salty Dog is. It's about two miles east of 371 on 87. Yes, correct. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Thank Very you. good. All right. Well, ladies, thank you so much for what you're doing in your communities. And we thank you for partnering with us again in the Radiothon to End Child Abuse. And we'll probably see you at the mall. <laughs> if not us, some representatives from our organizations will be there for sure. Yep. Yes, we will. Right. Wonderful. Very good. Thanks, thank ladies. You. Yes. Thank you very thank much. You. Yes, thank you. Uh, Leslie Bouchonville is the executive director of the Pine River Bacchus Family Center. 
and the Northland Family Center. Betty Doss is the executive director of the Pillager Family Center. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And we remind you that our Community Focus programs are available anytime online on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also find it by downloading our free app, courtesy of the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.